Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 41 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show where we just go through a bunch of movie and television news for the week. I am joined by my movie reviews co-host from the Cinemania page and YouTube, Tyler Calvert. Tyler, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Dwayne? How you doing, man? How you been? Uh, man, same old, same old. Say just doing whatever. Say movies, and I mean movies is pretty much, and TV is pretty much the, the, the thing that seems to be the gold standard for my life these days. Yeah, yeah, I I can vouch for that. I really can. Um, okay, so guys, we're gonna be doing things a little bit differently. If you saw our Twitter and Instagram page, uh, the world show for this week was actually not gonna happen. Because I've been sick all week since Monday, and usually yeah. we do it on Tuesday, Wednesday, but I was sick. Uh, today I'm feeling a little better, but, you know, not my 100% self, so it'll be a shorter show today. But I just had, we had to talk about, like, you know, some of the stuff that's been going on. And, of course, the week I'm sick, a bunch of stuff happens exactly. in, the, <laughs> in the movie world, so... Uh, so real quick today we're going to just discuss. So it it won't be the it won't be the the um the regular traditional format of the world show. It'll just be you know a few topics that me and Tyler will discuss. Just me and Tyler tonight. Everyone else is out seeing Pikachu, um, yeah. which is which is great. So we'll talk about we'll talk about the It Chapter Two trailer that dropped today. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home trailer that dropped on Monday, and then a bunch of the updates from the disney fox deal as far as some movies getting delayed movies getting cut all that stuff so we'll get right into it right now we'll start off with the it chapter 2 trailer um so the trailer dropped today i was very hesitant um as someone who loved the first movie the uh you know it 2017 um i i'm i'm, I'm one of those who liked the original it you know that you know that the uh, you know Tim Curry that that those that movie oh the miniseries uh, yeah the miniseries I enjoyed it for what it was but watching it today it's very cheesy but I mean that's yeah. just what all those <laughs> kind of all those movies yeah all those movies at those times were but um, I was a huge fan of the uh, 2017 uh, remake I thought that was one of the better remakes in a long time so mm -hmm. and it's you know Stephen King remake so most of his remakes has been really good lately so. I was definitely excited. This trailer came out. I was definitely getting hyped for it and stuff. They dropped the poster early this morning before the trailer. And then I got to say, uh, before I get your thoughts on it, Tyler, I really, liked, I really, really liked this trailer. I liked the way it started off. I liked the creepiness of the old lady. I mean, we all knew she was bad news when it started. Um, but just like the look of the trailer, it felt like a... It didn't feel like a traditional horror trailer, like, you know, oh, you see no. these horror trailers and like they're like, oh, that was really good. And then you're done talking about it. It felt like an event movie trailer. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It kind of honestly kind of felt like the first Endgame trailer. If <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't I, 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 The horror film Endgame trailer. Well, like if you if you I mean, it kind of. It kind of did. It's uh, it's not the same studios. Of course, it's Warner Brothers. But the first Endgame trailer, like, think about it. It starts off with the Tony Stark scene, you know, Tony Stark in space, all that stuff. And then it moves into all the fast-paced stuff, you know. And, like, that was, like, the first teaser trailer for Endgame. And it kind of reminded me of that. It was, like, this small scene, creepy scene. And then it goes into all the fast, the, the really high-paced score. Then you see all the cast and all that stuff. And we... 
we did we were able to see Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård again. He looks a great. I can't wait. That laugh is still amazing. Him 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 flying away and all those balloons was so cool. Um, yeah. So what did you think? I really dug it. I thought it was pretty damn creepy, if I say so myself. I like I remember in our our group chat like after it dropped because I mean I know I saw it. I was probably one of the first people that saw it in our group chat just because I usually do the trailer reactions. I woke up early for it because it dropped the right. and I was like I'm I'm shooketh. I'm shooketh after this trailer, especially because of the uneasiness, like you said, with the old lady and Jessica Chastain. Like that, you knew, well, it built up perfectly, suspense wise and creepy wise, because it went, it was almost like, it literally was a whole scene basically from, it wasn't like, you know, with trailers, most trailers these days, you know, little snippets, but it was like a full on, like, scene for the beginning right. of the trailer, which was interesting because it built up on the suspense where. You know, they, she grabs her stuff because she used to live there. And then you obviously know something's up with the old lady because you keep seeing her as they pan out. She's doing some really suspect stuff. I was like, okay, this lady's unnerving. I, I feel like there's something <laughs> wrong here. Like, there's something wrong here. And then it just gets worse and worse. And then you just see her freaking, like, just run across the back of the kitchen, like, naked. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, um... So it was it was a very like it started off kind of sweet and nice in a way and then you see the uh Jessica Chastain who once again I'm a huge fan of you see you see her um pretty much pretty much just reminiscing and stuff from the first movie and the notes that 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 Bill gave her which was great and then like the music gets all dark again and then you see the old lady in the background when she goes when she goes into the kitchen and stuff, and she doesn't. She's, I don't know what that was. It's like this twitchy thing, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what is that? I guess, I guess it was Pennywise just being flamboyant, I suppose. Being Pennywise, I'd be like, I'm gonna get well, her, like the, you know. And the awkwardly long pause after she smiled. <laughs> yeah, that was good. You know that remind. Have you ever seen the Babadook? Yeah. Okay, you remember? Do you remember? Like it was a, it was a small part, but do you remember when the mother starts getting all crazy in that movie, and then like she looks at she looks at herself in the window, and it's like her doing that smile. That's oh, what it kind of yeah, that's yeah. what it, it kind of reminded me of. Because like, and also too, when she was doing she was naked doing all the twitchy yeah. stuff, it, it reminded me of um M Night Shyamalan's The Visit too. You yeah, with the one, of my, one of my friends uh and I were talking about that earlier today because I was talking about I can't trust old, I can't trust old ladies anymore between this and the visit like old, <laughs> old ladies i don't trust them anymore <laughs> right that's literally what it reminded me of and i remember those I just... two and hereditary like i just don't trust old old people anymore sorry <laughs> <laughs> and, and i remember i just rewatched that movie a few uh weeks ago still love it the visit still great <laughs> um and it too like i remember that year it was just so many good horror flicks coming out that year mm-hmm. 2017 so um yeah because i mean the movie made me the trailer definitely made me want to rewatch the uh, first movie and stuff like that. Yeah, but... all the kids were great in, in the first It. I mean, I, I I actually think it's awesome that they actually got a fairly fairly good stacked cast of well-known actors and actresses to actually be the adult version of these characters because you got, like, Bill Hader, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain. So, I mean, they actually got some, like, A-list talent to be these kids now, I guess. I guess since they uh they they went first with the kids storyline and then they actually realized how well it did now they actually have some pull so actually you can actually have some A list actors for this as the adults now which is kind of cool. Yeah, I can definitely see I can definitely uh see them uh you know still using the kids at some point. Oh, like, they're going I, to, they're I, going yeah. I can definitely see them using them as like flashbacks or something like that because they were all like their chemistry 
in the first movie was so great. So I wouldn't, I couldn't see how Warner Brothers doesn't use them again, even though they're all like a little bit older. But I, I know they filmed this rel- relatively like right out, almost right after the first movie, so that they can still capture the young, you know, the young kids. Because I even, yeah. even the, even the kid who plays Eddie, the kid from Shazam too, he's like tall as shit now, you know. So yeah, it's a lot like, of the kids in this, well, in the first it, they've actually gone on to actually have pretty successful careers, and for the most right. part, right. Right, Jacqueline Grazer, Finn Wolfhard, like they're yeah. all even even uh Jeremy Ray Taylor, he was in that uh like Goosebumps movie. So I mean, they all are working actors, and even Georgie, Georgie was in that Prodigy movie, even though I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, Prodigy was awful. Ah, uh, I mean, it wasn't. I wouldn't say awful, but um, yeah. I mean, I hey, um, young Betty, she was doing um Sophie. Is that was that her name, Sophie Lillis, something like that. Oh yeah, you're talking about Sophie Sophia Lillis. Yeah, she. Was yeah, that. yeah. She's um she, she was in that she was in that um Nancy Drew. I still movie. haven't seen that. I, I mean that's I on was... my list of movies that I do plan on seeing. Awful. I've not heard the greatest things about it, but I'm just that's what I said. Yeah, I heard it was god awful. Well, I thought oh. it was a, a red flag when it was like in theaters and then it was like on demand in like two weeks. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Right, because I remember, I remember Larry and I doing the box office show and never seeing it like in the box office charts at all, yeah. like, ever. Um, I remember when it came being out. in theaters. It was a, it was at the AMC near me for like a week or two, and then it was on demand. I was like, okay, well, no point in me going to actually see it. I'll just watch it at some point on demand. Right, right, right. So it'll be interesting. Um, okay, so one quick question I have: Do you um, are do you think you're gonna like this more? Without like since it's like you know they're all adults now and it's gonna they're gonna be able to do to do more risky things. Do you like that idea or are you gonna miss the kids a lot? The whole Stranger Things kind of vibe. I think it could. I think they could capitalize and actually make the sake the sequel that's coming out even better. Just because they're adults and they're gonna probably up the ante because they're adults and the actors. I mean. Not that the actors in the you know the kid actors from the first one were bad actors, but you got even better talent involved in this with James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, and all them. So I'm sure they're going to elevate their acting performances as well. And a lot of the the creepy stuff that happens actually happens to the the adults. I mean, there's some creepy stuff that happens to the kids as well, but in the actual like book and the you know the source material and even in the miniseries, a lot of the really creepy stuff happens to the adults that we haven't seen yet, which is interesting. I mean. They don't really show too much of it in the trailer, but I remember because uh, Jessica Chastain's in also uh, X Men: The Dark Phoenix that's coming out soon. But when she, when they were talking to her about this on uh, Jimmy Fallon, she was also talking about how in one scene she's in because I think it's the scene you actually see uh, like two yeah. seconds of in the trailer. Yep. It's like yep. the most blood ever in one single scene in like a film ever. Like it's like I was curious to see how that plays out because I'm assuming. The little glimpse we see of that in the trailer is the scene she's referring to. So that's yeah. why I was thinking that as well. When I saw that, that's the quote I thought about. Um, yeah, that was because cause she just said that a few weeks ago. And I remember like when it came up on the trailer, it was, nice, it was nice and quick. But like, yeah, she's like drowning in like blood. So I'm wondering if it was like a pool, kind of like a callback to like that sink, the sink scene in the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, she can't catch a break when it comes to just blood everywhere. Yeah, seriously. But um, yeah, I I listen. I really dug the trailer. Um, I once it gets me it gets me so excited when I'm into the trailer, and then at the end end of the trailer it says that the movie's gonna be an IMAX or Dolby, and I'm like, oh my god, yes, because horror yeah. horror movies are the best in Adobe theater because Dolby focuses on sound 
And yeah. just like, like I saw a quiet place in Adobe theater and that was just so riveting and great, you know? So I cannot wait to see this movie in a nice big, big screen. I know it's going to be packed opening night. Um, these kind of movies I'm excited for, like these event kind of movies, like we had it with Endgame. Um, we had it somewhat with Halloween too. Like I remember mm-hmm. like my theater during Halloween when that came out and you know, it's going to be like that when Star Wars comes out and then, and then, you know, as far as the horrors this year, definitely for it. So I'm so excited. I can't wait. Definitely, I agree. I mean, but I, I like horror movies a lot, and I'm a huge Same, fan, yeah. So I'm always going to be down for anything Stephen King. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally pumped, so I'm glad to hear that you are as well. Um, all right, so let's move into some more trailer stuff from this week. Sorry, guys. My voice is just shot at the <laughs> moment. But listen, I'm here. I'm here. World show. Cinemania comes first. Um, all right, so let's get into more trailers. The uh, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer dropped on Monday, as we all suspected. Uh, you initially, when you said how, you know, the Russos lifted the whole spoiler ban thing um, for Monday, yeah. so we all figured that we was going to get the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, and they did say they did say that, you know, the Far From Home trailer wasn't going to come out until after Endgame because there was a lot of spoilers in that trailer, So, which we saw when we, when we finally saw it. So what did you think? I really liked it. What did you think about the trailer? I thought it was a really good trailer. It was just, I mean, it was sad. Obviously, it started out sad. It was well, it started out funny because you, the first thing you see when you load up the trailer is Tom Holland warning you to not watch this trailer if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame because there's spoilers. But once you actually get into the actual trailer, you actually like it's. It goes from funny to sad real quick because the first scene you see is Spider-Man being all upset because he sees a mural of Tony Stark because Tony Stark died in Avengers Endgame. So it was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is so depressing already, and it's only been the first 10 seconds of the trailer. But then right. it picks up, but, you know, obviously they're trying to move on. As, well, not move on, but they're trying to at least accept Tony's death, and not just him, but Happy Hogan as well, and uh, Aunt May and all them. So they're trying to deal with that while he's still being a hero, people calling him the next Iron Man and all that stuff. I know you weren't a big fan of that, but... It was cool. I mean, it's good to see that they're still going to be consistent with the Spider-Man character. He's just going to go hang out in Europe. And, of course, he can't catch a break because even if he goes to Europe, he still has to get tracked down by Nick Fury and and all them and have to deal with stuff over there. Yeah, I um, I, de- I definitely agree. Now, as far as the... um. As far as the not liking the Iron Man thing, um, it's not like I don't like it. I just don't want it, like... I just don't want it to be this thing where, like, you know, they keep saying he's the new Spider-Man. And he, I mean, he's the new Iron Man and this and that and that and this. Uh, I do think the bait and switch with that is that in the end, he's going to realize that I can be the first me, you know, the first Spider-Man, which yeah, is great. That, that old the, you know, which is, like, the great thing about Spider-Man. It kind of reminds me of Homecoming when... In Homecoming, he wants to be like Tony Stark. He te- he says it in the end. He's like, you know, I wanted to be like you. And then Tony Stark is like, no, I wanted you to be better and stuff exactly. like that. So That's why I, I it's more heartbreaking when yeah, in any war because it's like this mentor role, and he let him down. He let the kid. He, he let the kid die. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that's why um, I do. I don't know. Like I, I think it's so amazing how in only a few movies. You built up this relationship for me to care this much about Tony Stark and and Peter Parker because who would have known that that one of the strongest relationships in the MCU is Tony Stark and Peter Parker? You know what I mean? 
Like yeah. that. In that in, thinking about that, yeah. Um, we're in spoilers territory, everyone. Listen, it's been well, it's yeah. Been, you kind of have to weeks. talk about spoilers when it comes to the trailer. right. Um, that embrace that that they do at the end of you know when they when. Tony finally sees Peter Parker again. He's like talking, and even though like he's being so annoying, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, remember when we were we all got we all got dusted, and then he did the, the, the slowly thing. And then the guy was like, oh, it's been five minutes. You know, he's being so annoying, but like Tony just doesn't care, and he just loves this kid, and he gives him a hug and embraces him. I love that scene. Gets me every single time. Well, you know what I mean? Well, but, well, not just that, but also when he goes over to Tony as he's dying after he does, you know, where after he snaps with the with all the Infinity Stones and Mister Stark, we did it. <laughs> yeah, like, like just like that. An emotional wreck right now. So, yeah, <laughs> like all all of that gets me every single time, just because their relationship is so strong, and it's only been like what four movies to build all that up. Yeah, yeah, like Civil War. I mean, barely in Civil War. He, I mean, they they meet in Civil War, but yeah, Civil, Civil War, War, War con- right? Like just four movies to build up this solid relationship was such a great arc, and now um, watching this trailer and seeing how Peter Parker kind of has to, even though he's going through all these things, he kind of has to still be a hero, and that's yeah. one of the great things about Peter Parker is that the guy. If you go, I mean, if you play the Spider-Man video game or just in general or all the movies and just the comic books, uh, he goes through a lot of trauma as a young kid, as a lot of yeah. death and stuff. Like he loses a lot of people, and it's just like at the end of the day, he still has to wear the mask, and that that's like what's going to be so strong about this movie. I feel like is that you know, Homecoming was very light and. The tone was very like aware, and it was very high school. And this one, I feel like the tone of the high school and the nature and the comedy will still be there, but you'll still have this dark undertone of him losing everything that's close to him. So yeah. it's gonna be very, very interesting to see this movie. I also really Excited. like just the fact that the MC, well, Marvel, they're actually not using, they're not recycling at least for now the hero, the villains we've gotten from the other Spider-Man franchises because we're getting newer, fresh things like because we got the vulture and spider-man homecoming and now we're getting mysterio and and far from home so at least we're actually sticking with like heroes we haven't seen before like how they used to do it with we had like green goblin twice between the original the sam raimi ones and then we had whatever you want to call it. i guess technically he's green goblin although I, he doesn't really look like green goblin in uh, amazing spider-man 2 dane dehan but I'm excited to see Mysterio. I mean, it's one of those characters that you think would look ridiculous on screen. Yeah. And yeah. he actually ended up being, like, actually pretty cool. Same with the Vulture. I mean, if you if you adapted the Vulture just based on his actual comic book design, <laughs> like old, really old dude in, like, a really bright green feather suit, like, it would look ridiculous. But somehow they pulled off, made him look amazing. And same thing with Mysterio. Also, they just get good actors. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Adrian Toomes was Michael Keaton. So it's, it's just really cool that they're actually getting A-list celebrities to be the villains in the spider-man movies so it shows that they actually care oh i love i love how they did the uh vulture suit in um in homecoming because you're right like that is some like and then the rhino too i'm interested to see how they do rhino and stuff like that in the upcoming movie because that's hard and and, like the amazing spider-man 2 try to make the rhino suit like more like futuristic and more the suit modern. Was cool. It was just yeah. This Paul Giamatti was pointless in that. Yeah, movie. and because like if you look at the Rhino, what the Rhino is, and even like the Juggernaut and Deadpool two made the Juggernaut look so cool. So like you know, 
I I think we're finally away from this age where like, oh my god, you cannot you can't adapt that comic book character because it'll look so ridiculous. I mean, Aquaman for crying out loud, <laughs> like Warner Brothers made Aquaman the hottest man alive. Like, how does that even happen? You know what I mean? In a in an orange and green suit, how does that happen? But it happened. You know, they did it. These things can work as long as you have the. Per- I think you need you just need a few things as far as like a, a good comic adaptation of a suit, like just like you know a good designer, and then a good like you know a good you know costume designer as well. Like as long as you have those things, like a suit can look really really good. Like so many heroes look ridiculous, and they're like. 1960s comics. Uh, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man suits has always been the same, pretty much. The blue yeah. and the red. Just, like, a little bit of difference. A little bit of differences. Well, he's getting, like, a hundred suits in this new one. <laughs> I like them all, too. The stealth suit looks dope. Yeah, um, I like you know, Although, like, I don't know why Spider-Man needs a stealth suit. Yeah, I don't really know why Spider-Man needs a stealth suit. But, I mean, hey, I'm all here for it. He yeah. looks dope. It's just um, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, so I just, it, um, yeah, I think that whole idea of like you know certain characters you can't do in the um you know in movies because they're not gonna work like i know when we finally see galactus he'll look dope you know what i mean with that big <laughs> that big fork on his head he'll still look dope i hope a, he comes, I, I hope he comes out in that purple and blue spandex yeah I, like, I, like i can't wait for them to cast like a craven the hunter you know meanwhile, what i mean like <laughs> meanwhile back in the day galactus is just a giant cloud <laughs> uh, yeah i but i think they did that i think back in the day they did that because that was the stand. That was the medium at that time. Like, oh, how are we gonna make that look cool? Between oh, that know. and uh, Green Lantern, when they turn Parallax into a giant cloud with like a face, <laughs> right? So they're like, oh, how are we gonna make that look cool on screen? That's gonna everyone's gonna laugh at us and like, yeah. oh, all right, well, let's just make it a cloud. It look fine. Oh, yeah. yo, Jimmy, you're right. Let's make it a clown. <laughs> I mean, a cloud. Awful. Uh, but you know, I, I, so you're right. Like the vulture suit looks dope. The stereo looks so cool. And, who and we got multi- impossibility that? of multiverses. If, multiverses. If, not, if he's not lying. <laughs> so I, I know you're not ready for it. Cause we just had an into the spider verse, but I really, really would want like a, some type of a miles Morales Easter egg. Um, it'd be one. But, I mean, it's not that I don't want him in the MCU. I just feel like it's too early. And like you, I mean, it would just be, it would, I feel like if they're the same age, it would just it would detract from Spider Man. I mean, it would be cool. You can show him as in the multiverse, like, oh yeah, here's this multiverse with Miles Morales in his own multiverse. I just feel like if you integrate Miles Morales right now, it would take away from Peter Parker because you're gonna have two Spider Men around the same age, and they're both gonna be doing the same thing. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I and I agree with you. I do like the fact that like how they did it in the game. Making Spider Man, you know, eight years of Spider Man. He's like a, he's like a, you know, yeah, he he's a mentor. Spider Man, yeah. Like Tony Stark is the mentor for Spider Man, but then right, it's he would be the mentor for Miles Morales, and that's usually how it, that's usually how it's been in the comic books and you know every other medium so far. Because I like Miles Morales, I just don't feel like yeah. he's be around yet. Maybe if they do something where like maybe he wasn't he wasn't snapped, so he's older now because he was young. Because he had a nephew around his age, so he's older now. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's what I heard was like a possibility. But I mean, you're you're right. There's no rush. Um, as far as the MCU, I mean, you're right. There's still so many possibilities for them to do. There's still so many characters to introduce. So I agree with you. I really if do. There's a if they do the multiverse thing though. I mean, that'll be a good reason to uh, explain how the like 500 X Men just show up and then the Fantastic Four, and uh, you could also use it as a way to actually have Tom Hardy's Venom. Kind of pop in if you wanted right. to, 
Because I want right. to see Venom and Spider-Man interact as any Spider-Man fan would. Because like that's like one of the gold standards for superheroes, especially for the Marvel superheroes, Venom and Spider-Man's relationship. Because then there's so many other things you can do with that in the symbiote. But we'll see. I just I just want to see Venom, even though because I like I didn't mind Tom Hardy as Venom. I just didn't think the movie as a whole was very good. Oh, uh, the movie was trash. Um, <laughs> other people will say otherwise. But hey, um, so. Exactly. Um, so breaking news, well, not breaking news, but, uh, Christina is going to join the conversation. She's free. Um, you know, I know you like doing group conversations. Uh, just so. abruptly. Like, well, yeah. We, got, Chris- we, we get her thoughts on both of Yeah, them. we'll get our thoughts on the Spider-Man, and we'll get her thoughts on the, uh, It trailer, and then we'll go into the Disney stuff. That, and, is that a thing? We can just have people just abruptly, like, t- like come in, like, it's like a WWE ring, where it's like, we're- Yeah, we're, tag we're, in, we're, tag we're, in. We're, we're midway through a match, and then just somebody just comes running out of the, running out in the the tunnel. So to speak. <laughs> we're we're tagging in. All right, so everyone, I'm just gonna call Christina. She's gonna join the conversation. Give us one second. Add her to this chat. See what she's up to. Hey, you don't have to mute your mic, Tyler. You're fine. <laughs> Christina. Muting it to turn uh to open a can. I would I just <laughs> I wasn't muting it for anything else. Christina, hello. Hi. Hey, how are you, my friend? How are you? Oh, I'm just fan fucking tastic, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. We are 25 minutes in to this show, but um, thanks for coming <laughs> on. <laughs> Oops. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I'm sick, so it's not gonna be a long show. So. I wanted to get some of we we already spoke about the it trailer and this, we were on the we just we were just talking about the Spider Man trailer. So first things first, we'll get your thoughts on the uh, it trailer. What did you think about that? I thought it was interesting. Um, it was an interesting setup how they just kind of stole a scene from the movie rather than making like this really intense trailer. Yeah, that's um, a nice. Yeah, it was like it was kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, and then. Was that was the old lady naked when she attacked? <laughs> that her? was so weird. Is she naked? I I'm not sure I'm up for seeing that. But I mean, overall, <laughs> I thought it was um, it really hooked my attention. I was like, woo, here we go. Yeah, cause I, um, you were cause you were a big fan of the first one, right? The first one that came out a few years ago. Yeah, I loved it. So are you um are you? How are you feeling about them doing, you know, it's the adults now, and usually when people hear about uh, Pennywise and It, and that's hold the book and the uh, movies, uh, everyone likes the kids aspect. So what do you think about them doing the adults now? Are you going to be more into it now that it's the adults and it could be like more of a serious movie? Or do you ra- did you rather the kids and the uh, 2017 version? I mean, I, I, I think the kids version is probably going to be better. Um, just because, like, in the original version as well, like, the kid's story was much more, like, I don't know, I was just, I like kid movies. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, but, like... like the genre yeah, of kid adventure movies like that, the Goonies, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, the adult version, I feel like it's just gonna be really intense and, like, very right. serious. So, um... I don't think there's going to be a lot of comic relief like the like the kid version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably going to say that I like the kid version better. Um, but the adult version still seems kind of cool. So I'm yeah. going to go see it either way. 
Well, yeah, everyone, you know, it still looks really good, and they, they have a good cast and everything, which is also really well. Like, you know, I'm a huge fan of Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy and Bill Hader, so that's going to be fun to watch and stuff like that. Um, All right, so uh, then we'll get into, okay, now we're on the Spider-Man trailer. What did you? What do you think about the Spider-Man trailer after all of the Endgame stuff and with Tony Stark and all that? Who are you talking to? Is that me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I already oh, talked. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. <my> <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. Oh my god. I I okay. So at the beginning of the trailer, when he was like, "Don't watch this if you haven't seen Endgame," I thought that was kind of cute. Um, for them to mm-hmm. add in. Um, and then I don't I don't know. He he was so sad, and I like to see people when they're sad. And he had these red eyes that he was crying for a while, and it warmed my heart. Um. What? (laughs) (laughs) So I really like the trailer. I feel like um, I like the balance between him trying to live his life as like a normal kid and him being like a young superhero. Um, Mm. I think it really they the trailer definitely does a really good job of like playing on both of those like issues for him, like him just trying to get the girl of his dreams and him trying to save the planet and stuff. Right, right. Um, and then. Yeah, I think that's what... So, Tyler and I were talking about how um, it's just very interesting how they're going to be doing the multiverse now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is probably their way of possibly introducing the X-Men and Venom and and whoever into the universe, (laughs) which would be which would be very interesting. Uh, Tyler, what do you... um, Tyler, what do you... if what, What happens if, like, the movie's not, like... Good. Do you think like right after Endgame, that's gonna be a fault or something like that, or if it's not the best? Because there, it, it feels like they're gonna be ch- trying to pack in a lot with this movie. Uh, I mean, I think it'll still end up being good because I mean, even the worst Marvel movies, like MCU movies, have usually not been like completely awful. But as I mean, Spider-Man movies, especially the MCU, at least I've liked his integration into the MCU so far. So I can't see the movie being like a complete train wreck. I mean, just with the way, just from what we've seen, it looks like a very interesting, well-executed story. But it's just, it would suck if it suck if it ended up being a terrible movie. But if it if it ends up being terrible, I guess you could just ignore certain aspects. I, I still feel like I want to say that Mysterio. I feel I just feel like he's lying. I just don't I just don't trust him because I just feel like he says he's doing this multiverse stuff, and then the, then it's gonna break my heart when the multiverse stuff is not is actually not true, and we don't have a multiverse, and all these things will happen. Yeah, I agree. I, um, you know, I just, my only thing was that just like the, the feel as far as like with all the characters and all the creatures and all the new suits and him and him and MJ and him and his friends and then him and, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Mysterio. I hope it's not too convoluted and stuff like that. And, and then, of course, like the main thing is just going to be him dealing with the loss of Tony Stark now because Tony Stark is gone no longer I'm curious with us. though with Tony Stark gone uh who is I guess I guess Tony Stark just made him all those suits and just hadn't given it given them to him yet or is like Shuri making his tech now or is he making his tech now because he's supposed to be like a genius or like who knows I just because it seems like he's still using a lot of the Stark tech because I mean you see him using it in the trailer between the, the glasses and he has the uh, the tech on his arm, so I'm assuming he just has access to all that now with Tony Stark gone. So I'm assuming he's just making his own suits because he has like four, as far as at least four, because he has the reg- the, tr- the regular traditional red and blue, and you see the red and black and all the trailer mm-hmm. and all that. 
and he got the stealth suit, and then he's also in the Iron Spider suit from Infinity War and Endgame. So he has a yeah. bunch of suits, which is which is you know that's a that's a staple of Spider Man. He has like a hundred different suits, but I'm just curious. If there's gonna be reasons for why he just keeps switching between all these suits, I um okay. So with as far as the suits, I'm getting I I I'm honestly getting tired of that Iron Spider suit, um yeah. because they've used it they've used it in like three movies now. So I well, it's hope also that... like completely CGI and it's weird. Yeah, when, it's when, he take, when he goes maskless and you can tell that it's all CGI. Yeah, I think so it's all... ugly. Yeah, I'm, I'm I like I thought it was cool the first when we first saw it in, in Infinity War. And then, of course, when they all got brought back in Endgame, it was still there. So I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, that was what that was pretty much how he how he kind of dusted. He was in that suit. Makes sense for him to be back in that suit. But then the trailer starts off with him in that suit again. I'm like, "Good lord, get can we get rid of this suit now?" Um, but I'm hoping that's just the suit with the first scene or whatever that scene was when he's talking to the cops and stuff like that, which yeah. I really I really liked as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I I also think as far as like all of his new suits in the trailer. I think maybe like I don't know like maybe when Tony all those five years maybe Tony was just like 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 do you remember how in like Iron Man three he just made all these suits because he was the well, that's what I'm saying stuff that's like that just had them all and hadn't given them to him yet yeah like remember in Iron Man three after the first Avengers movie he was all depressed and stuff so all he was doing was building suits yeah so I wonder them all up <laughs> yeah so I but I wonder if that's what he was just doing like that whole five year gap in Endgame. You know, before they brought everyone back, if he was just making suits for Spider Man and then for him and then for Pepper, obviously, when she was in the rescue suit. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. They're, that's how they're going to explain it. He just got bored, you know, yeah. and just made more suits. Yeah, it's going to be that. That'll be interesting as well. So, all right. So now we'll get into pretty much the last topic. Um, we'll get into all of the stuff that happened on the Disney Fox deal side. They released their slates, well, their new slates and stuff. So right now, as far as release dates, um, the the next the next slate of Star Wars films will be on twenty 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 two, and then and then each year now Avatar Avatar has been pushed back once again. <laughs> Avatar two pushed yeah. back once again. Are you serious? To, yeah, to twenty twenty one. Uh, mind you, the initial release date for Avatar 2 was 2014. You know, we're um, going to be old as hell when all those movies come out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and God. Then, Ew, uh, you're right. And and then uh, now, uh, Tyler, I know you're bummed out about this, but New Mutants, <laughs> um, New Mutants starring Arya Stark herself is also pushed back until Tyler. next year now, into April. Those Wait, did out. you say Arya? Yeah, she's, she's, one of the, she's one of the characters in the movie, New Mutants. Um, it's an mm-hmm. X-Men that's coming out. It was supposed to come out in 2017. No, 2018. 2018. The trailer, Wait, the trailer. Arya or Sansa? No, Arya. Arya's well, the they're both movie? they're both X-Men, but so, the Sophie Turner is Jean Grey and yeah. Macy Williams is one of the new mutant characters. Oh, yeah, so there's I a I didn't know that. Right. So well, there's a nobody cares anymore about new mutants, so nobody remembers who's in it except so, me, it seems like. True. So so basically Christina what happened was after you know, after the the movie after Dark Phoenix, as far as X Men goes, was supposed to be the New Mutants because you know everyone's dead or whatever. So, the New Mutants and one of the one of the cast members is Arya, Maisie Williams and stuff. So mm-hmm. it has uh, a pretty good cast other than her too. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy is in it. Uh, right from Split and all those movies. Um, and then so the uh yeah so 
the trailer for The New Mutants came out in 2017, at the end of 2017. October. Yeah, it was supposed to release last year in April. That long ago? Yeah, then it got pushed back to this year in April. Now, then it got pushed back again to August. Well, it was supposed to come out in February. February. Yeah, yeah. It got pushed to August, and now it's pushed to April 2020. Now it's pushed, yeah, it got pushed to to August, and now it's gotten pushed to 2020. So we are talking about a three-year span of this movie being released. Um, I this movie I feel like is gonna end up being like uh, Avatar two because Avatar two was supposed to be out in two thousand fourteen, then it was pushed to two thousand sixteen, then two thousand eighteen. Uh, what is happening? That was a lovely so, sorry, that was some exorcism type shit. All right, we'll just we'll just pretend it didn't happen and we'll move on. All right, so. Yeah, so we're talking about a three-year span of this New Mutants movie, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, and then also, too, there was a bunch of there was a bunch of slates for Marvel movies as well, but they're all untitled Marvel movies now. Of course, we they haven't announced it yet. Yeah, so possibly Bob Iger, the head of Disney, who's sitting on a pile of money, uh, probably said he said that the new slate of the of the um, Marvel MCU films will be released sometime this summer. Everyone is everyone is suspecting during Comic-Con um, in July or or D23 and when is that August I believe? I forget actually. Yeah, but um one of the one of those. So and then people a lot of people want one of the new Marvel movies like it's it's being it's being like heavy 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 pitched is that A-Force movie because they teased the A-Force in yeah. Endgame. Um oh, so right. So, um, Christina, do you any um any Marvel movies that you hope to see in this slate as far as the A Force, the All Woman Marvel movies, Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, all that stuff? I mean, I'm always down for Captain Marvel two. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to like all the upcoming movies. I'm still like torn up over Endgame. Um. I'm excited to see that the Mutants movie. I just looked up Maisie Williams' character, and she looks like a gay anime character. Like, what? Oh, I don't God. know. She, um, also, she also looks three years younger because that movie... <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah. is because when you compare it to Avatar, because Avatar, they can get away with, with all that stuff, you know, the movie being delayed and all that, because the majority of that movie's special effects. Anyway, they're blue people. They're not actually, like, they're not actual people for the most part. They're blue. Yeah. They're, they're the blue Navi. They don't really need to. If they do reshoots, they're just going to throw them in a computer with because they already have all the stuff. Whereas That's true. New, new Mutants, they're people. They're real people and they've aged three years. So it's like they're going to look. Com- I mean, they're not going to look completely different in three years, but you're going to tell which scenes are reshoots and which ones aren't. Like you do in, say, Fan Four Stick with Kate Mara, how half the scenes are her with her short hair. And then they switch to another scene, and she has the stupid blonde wig on, and it cuts back to her with the short hair. Like you can obviously tell which the scene, what scenes yeah. were reached, which ones weren't. Whereas with Avatar, you can get away with it, and you can't with the new ones, probably. Yeah, and and you well, can honestly, it was the same way with uh, Justice League too. You can tell all the reshoots during Justice oh, League because yeah. in one <laughs> reshoot, Ben Affleck was fit and he was like. Slim, and then another reshoot, and then another scene in the movie. He's like, you know, he has this double chin, and I'm just like, Ben, what happened? <laughs> but um, yeah. So I I don't know about this about uh any any other comments, Tyler, on the uh 
the uh, the whole the new changes from the Disney Marvel well the Disney Fox deal and all that stuff because pretty much what it looks like is that Mar Disney is trying to capitalize on that December December for the next seven years pretty much so well, yeah one, one year will be Star Wars yeah next year be Avatar so what's your, what's your thoughts any other comments on that I'm more curious about like what the Star Wars movies are going to be because obviously. The Rise of Skywalker in December this year is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. So I'm, I don't know if it's going to be, say, another solo movie or if it's going to be the Raya Johnson movies he's he's developing or it's going to be the movies that the Game of Thrones guys are developing. I'm just curious which is going to, which it's going to be as far as what what Star Wars movies are going to fill up those slates because there's so much there's so many things they could go with that they're not going to go with strictly Star Wars with the whole Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, the only other thing, though, is I thought it was interesting that they announced, like, on the lo on the down low, that they're making a Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, I'm looking down for that. There was no like announcement know. of it. It was just here's the slate, and it was like Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah, and it was there. Um, I was like, I don't know. Just because. What do you mean you don't know? It's something... Bob's Burgers. Yeah, but I like something's worked. Some things work better as a TV show, you know? Shh. I mean, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just let it happen. Yeah. That and hopefully hopefully Avatar, you know, comes out eventually. I mean, like eventually. I did the math. They're never they're never actually on time, but like hypothetically say James Cameron and all them, they're on a roll, they do well, and the last one does come out on its expected release date, which is in 2027, mind you. I'm going to be 34 years old in 2020. I'm not even going to calculate how old I'll be. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going to be middle aged, getting close to middle age by the time these Avatar movies all come out. That's if they stay on schedule, which they never do. <laughs> um, Christina, real quick before we go off the air, because this is I'm, I'm, my voice is done. Um, real quick before we go off the air with the show this week. Now that I have you on the air, what did you think of Endgame? Oh. And, you can, and you can go for spoilers and stuff like that because it's the band's the band's lifted. All right, so I don't. I I liked Infinity War better. I'm gonna be honest. Um, oh, I I found like this this yep. theme of mine that whenever there's like a two part finale, I always like the first part better. Like it happened with Harry Potter and like Hunger Games and um, Divergent. Like I just like destruction. Um, so, I don't know, Endgame was, everyone was, like, all torn up over it, and I was like, I don't know, Infinity War hit me harder. I mean, obviously, Endgame was still, like, I was in tears, but, I mean, Infinity War just hit me way harder than Endgame, um, and I, I really liked it, um, right. I, I don't know, I liked it, but I liked Infinity War better. Okay, so question because my mom says the same thing, and I know why my my mom liked Infinity War better because like literally like the entire movie is action sequence after action sequence after someone dying after another action sequence, and I know that I know that's why she liked it even though she won't like when I when I when I, when I tell her that's why you liked it more she's like oh no I you know I'm like mom come on that's why you liked it more and then she'll be like yeah and I, yeah whatever um okay. Was that the reason why? One of the reasons why, like you like you like all the action, like you said, destruction and action and 
things happening. And literally in Endgame, there's really there's pretty much only one action sequence, and that's the ending. Um, is that one of the reasons why you liked Infinity War better? No, actually, I don't like action movies. So it's interesting to me that like I liked Infinity War better when it was all action because I, I normally hate action movies. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're fighting again. Yeah, I get on with it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, ju- I liked Infinity War better because Endgame was kind of like annoying with the deaths. Like with um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye and the... Uh, Hawkeye? Wow. I'm, back, I'm bad with names, all right? Mm-hmm. Hawkeye and Black Widow. They were like, I'm gonna die. No, I'm gonna die. No, I'm like, somebody fucking die, all right? Just somebody do it, please. I'm sick of this. Um, And then, like, Tony Stark, he, it was just so predictable. Like, he was the only one of, like, the Avengers who came out, like, in a good spot after the snap. And he started a family, and he's the only one who wanted things to, to not change. And, He'll still have his family and everything will be the same, right? Everything will be the same, right? I'm like, oh, this bitch is obviously going to fucking die. And yeah, he died. And I was like, oh, there it is. Okay, now you what? See, that's, that's what my that's what my boss said, too. My boss was like, yeah, I mean, I knew he was going to die when I saw his daughter. And I was right? like, really? it's a, it's, a, it's a common trope where if a yeah. guy goes to his family, then oh, yeah, he's so definitely So predictable. Dead. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I yeah. You know, I loved I loved Endgame. I really did. But as far as like, you know, when I hear people's qualms with it, I can understand because you know, I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, was there anything else that they, that you didn't like or yes. I was just, Okay, go ahead. Go, shoot. Um, the whole time traveling business. They're going back and forth in time and everything. They're screwing everything up and it doesn't affect them at all. It doesn't affect the present whatsoever. Like, they, that, like, they literally, that. they killed Thanos before he got all of the stones, mm-hmm. technically. Well, so how, they, did, how does the snap oh, even happen point. if he's dead before, before it even happens? <sighs> like, I don't know. The time travel part didn't make sense to me. Like, how do you affect the, fast, the past and not um, the affect the future? The oh, main one that always bothered me, though, was, was, was uh, <laughs> current... Uh, present day Nebula killing her past self. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, "Wait, you die?" That's and then she didn't like she didn't like yeah. fade away of like from existence or whatever. Yeah, I was like, I was waiting for her to like disappear, and I was like, "Oh shit, look at the look on her face; she's gonna disappear." And then she or... didn't, and I was like, "Wait, how do you kill yourself and still live?" In the past, like, ex- your past self. What sense does this make? <laughs> or, or you want to know some fucked up shit too? You know, like as far as like them them time traveling, which I you know I listen I dug the movie and I loved it, but then there there's a lot of plot holes because yes because chubby chubby depressed Thor he gets the hammer back. I'm like, wait a minute, what about that? What about 2013 Thor? What's he right? gonna use now? And then poor <laughs> and then poor 20 poor 2013 Thor is walking around like, where's my hammer? You know, and he's just like, <laughs> but he, he probably it probably would be a quick battle though. If, I mean, back then, anyways, because Malchus sucks. Yeah, and, and 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 like I guess at the end, um, Captain America brought back the hammer. So I mean, yeah, but I was just like, that's I was just so baffled at that part. Like poor poor Thor, you know, and and then like Peter Quill, Star Lord's just gonna wake up randomly, and then he's never gonna meet the Guardians now because now he doesn't have the um 
the Power Stone that he went to go look he for. He probably had like a broken jaw because War Machine punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I see. See, as much as I loved, as much as I did love um, Endgame, I I do I understand where people come from as far as like they didn't get it, and as far as like you know a lot of this doesn't make sense because I mean it's true, and and that's the that's the hard reality about some of these time travel films. And stuff, none of them. So no, most of them never make sense. I mean, yeah. Look at- Look at the Terminator movies. Those those stop making sense like after two. Right. Hey, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure made perfect sense. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, so I said took, most of them. Where they just took all of the different historical figures back for a rock concert. Which, that's why <laughs> yeah, said, exactly. That's that's why I said most of the of the time travel movies. But um, oh, yeah, I was just interested. To, I was interested to get your thoughts on Endgame because I know we haven't done a show since you've seen it so i was just curious yeah i think i was just um i was disappointed because they really hyped it up and they're like it's gonna be a three-hour movie it's gonna be intense it's gonna be this that and the other and i was like oh oh man i got such high expectations and then they were like oh plot holes here there and the other and i was like uh uh." i wish i I wish that i could talk in depth like this about new mutants yeah (laughs) no i i yeah i totally i totally agree and i was also um one of the things, one of the, one of, the, one of the, also the things too was like, although I didn't really, I thought, I thought the Captain Marvel film was fine. I didn't think it was great or amazing. I thought it yeah, was all right. It was fine. Yes. Um, well, I just didn't, I didn't dig the way she was. I didn't dig like her not being in the movie that much because especially when your last scene after watching all your favorite characters get dusted is like Captain Marvel coming to save the day and then she just leaves. You know, I was just like. Oh, she's not going to be in this movie that much. Oh, okay, it's you know, yeah, right? I was like, because she's too hi- strong. It's so I'm like, you hyped her up so much. I'm just like, you, all right. So I was so pumped, and then and then I was so excited when they when she comes on the hologram. She has her her comic book haircut. I was like, yes, Captain yep. Marvel that I love. And then she's like, you won't see me for a while. And I was like, ah, huh, huh. All right, you know, um, that was like one of my only things. Because listen, I'm a huge Captain Marvel fan as far as the comics goes. Um, the movie was alright, but like you know, I'm a huge fan of Captain Marvel in general. So I wanted to see her be a baddie and be dope. But I and I do think her entrance at the end of the battle, you know, you know, pretty much going through that ship was dope. And listen, I I don't get the argument for a character being too strong because you know how many characters are too strong. You know what I mean? As far as guys are too, and I don't, I don't. I I can well, it's not a gender thing. It's just she's no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I mean, I think I, think, I say the same thing about Scarlet Witch. Yeah, like all they're yeah. doing. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think being that strong is like a bad thing because all they're doing is time traveling. Like they're not going to go kill anybody. And as far as like the battle goes, you know, I did like her entrance, but then like I wanted, to, I did want to see her a part of that massive group of, of Avengers that came together in that, yeah. oh, in that when Captain America says the Avengers assemble, I wanted to see floating Captain Marvel right there with them, but she wasn't. Well, I think, she came well, at I think the one end. of the other issues is just the fact that she has no relationship with any of them at all, except for Nick Fury. True, true, true. Like, literally, she has no relationship. She, like, shows up. She basically just is flying through space and just saves Tony Stark, just, you know, luckily. And then she go, she goes down and she's like, okay, well I'm gonna go kill Thanos. Be right back. I don't really care about you guys. And then yeah, 
You're right, yeah, because, right? because you're right because in the comics, in the comics, she's really close with Captain America, and she's really close with Spider Man, which is why I love that scene of her and Spider Man. Yeah. It wasn't a lot, but I love that because she's her and Spider Man. They 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 train together in certain scenes. They're like they spar together. They do missions together. And some needs to interact work. more with the rest of the cast, right. and then it would right, be understandable yeah. why she would be around. Want to stick? Well, first of all, why she would want to stick around. Yeah, and just oh, you're right. chemistry like everybody else did. I mean, she just was like, "I'm, I'm here. I saved Tony. I'll be right back." And then she talks to all a hologram, I guess, from time to time with Black Widow and Okoye and and Rhodey. And then she shows up for the end battle, and then she stays around for Tony's funeral. I mean, they barely even knew each other. And then she's probably gonna go fly off somewhere else because you because in the trailer for Far From Home, she's unavailable. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. in the in the movie in Endgame, they threw in like a a line as to why she wasn't there, and she goes, "Well, there's a lot of planets out there, and not all of them have you." So, like, yeah, I mean, you she's have literally to taking care of the entire galaxy. So Earth is kind of like a since Earth already has so many heroes, it's kind of True. like a last, um, last on our list kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah. well, they got all these heroes. I'll go help the rest of the galaxy. Yeah, which I which I definitely understood, and I, I do. But still, I want to see more of her. Like exactly. I want her to interact with the Avengers. Exactly, and I think if she was introduced in the in if she was introduced in a few earlier movies, uh, maybe like a few, maybe like two years, but two years before Endgame and stuff like that, because she was very. Um, although I love I love the character and all that stuff, and I'm glad she's finally in the MCU. She does feel very shoehorned, you know. Like, be, oh, very easily ran into the Guardians at some point. Yeah, you know, and she does feel very shoehorned because even like characters that we all didn't know about, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like you know, they had their own little standalone movies, and then they eventually they started interacting with the Avengers and stuff like that, which was really cool. So, um, I guess. In the future movies, we'll be looking forward to some of that stuff, kind of interactions to see how she, you know, which character she kind of mends with. I know a lot of people were saying, like, they want to see her and Valkyrie team up and stuff like that, which would be cool. I want more girls. Yeah, because Valkyrie was dope and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, I guess we'll we'll have to see and stuff. But, um, all right, guys, that is the end of episode 41 of the Cinemania World Show. Um, Tyler, thank you for joining. Christina, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, randomly last minute. Really appreciate it. Um, Tyler, let everyone, Tyler, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, YouTube. It's just my name. It's Tyler Calvert. I mean, I'm the, I'm pretty much the only one, like the big one. I have like a bright orange icon on there. Cause I know I, I haven't done too much lately. I know I, I, I did the detective Pikachu review last week cause I saw it last week, but as far as upcoming, I do know I plan on seeing John Wick Chapter 3 Par- uh, Parabellum on Tuesday. So that's yes, me too. Us too. So that'll be exciting. That's, I think that's my next upcoming video, though. But other than that, I mean, Instagram and Twitter are pretty easy as well. Tyler Calvert 23 on Instagram and uh, Tyler underscore Calvert 23 on Twitter. I'm more active on there than, than Instagram. Um, yeah, I'll add all your social medias in the descriptions um, when the video is over. Christina, let everyone know where they can find you and your stunt page and all that stuff. I am on Twitter at the Town Freak, and I'm on Instagram at Creehow, C H R I H O W E, and also on Instagram, Christina.how.stunts, because that's my stunt page. You can watch me die on there a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> um, all right, I'll add all of that as well. Thank you guys for joining us. As far as the uh, Cinemania page, just look for a new episode of Cinemania Nightmares this weekend with uh, with Zoe Rose, a.k.a. Zobo with a shotgun. That'll be this weekend. And then the Pikachu review will be tomorrow, Sunday, all the normal shows on Sunday with Larry, the box office, and the Game of Thrones. Um, hopefully Christina and her dogs will be back for that show. Um, <laughs> on Sunday, and then Tuesday, yeah, Alex and I will be seeing uh, John Wick three, which will be dope. And then, yeah, that is it for now. We also got a lot of a lot of Comic Con stuff coming up soon. It's it's we're we're coming near to Comic Con in two months, so that's exciting. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Christina. That was Tyler. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Peace.